Welcome to Detour to Neverland, where you are the author of your own Disney story. There's a lot of satisfaction in developing ideas into realities. And you can find magic in your everyday life. If you do what you really want to do, you feel like you're playing. How can you write your first chapter today? Dreams are how we figure out where we want to go. Life is how we get there. I'm headed this way. We're your hosts, Brendan and Catherine. Welcome back to Detour to Neverland. Today is episode number 243. Thank you so much for joining us. This is our very last episode of 2020. So we're going to spend today, we're going to look back a little bit on 2020. We're going to talk about some of our stats, which we've actually never done on air before, I don't think. And then we're also going to talk about what we're looking forward to in 2021. So 2020 was quite the interesting year. I don't think it went the way that anybody wanted it to go. But there were some highlights, and we want to make sure that we talk about those. So, Catherine, where's your mind at as we wind down the craziest craziest year of our lives and we prepare what, who knows when the crazy is going to stop, but <laughs> as we prepare and look forward into the next year? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a whirlwind. I think this year has proven just kind of that anything can happen. You never know what is coming up next. And... Part of that um, has been exciting for us, and I think that's kind of what we're going to highlight is the positive and the exciting. I mean, obviously, the first thing that comes to mind is our move to Orlando. I'd say that is in the highlight column, even though that story in itself, if you haven't heard us talk about it, you need to go back and listen to our Moving Diary episodes. That in itself had its challenges, but I think... When I think back to 2020, that is really kind of the bulk of the change that happened for us. I also think 2020 was a big year of self-reflection and self-realization for both of us. I think we both took massive steps, both individually and as a small family, of becoming like our authentic selves and reaching for things that we enjoy and not putting ourselves into any boxes. I think we are starting to get that ball rolling in 2020, but I think 2021 is where we're really going to see a lot of that unfold and a lot of that come to fruition. And I, I like that you brought that up. And it also makes me think of a lot of things that I've seen on social media lately about how like we're going into 2021 with no exceptions and we don't need New Year's resolutions because like we've done all of that this year. But on the flip side, I do think it's important to be able to reflect back on everything that you have learned about yourselves and that you've grown from this year and try to, not necessarily a New Year's resolution because I don't think those ever work anyway, but I think just trying to allow yourselves to build on that. Like we already have goals and like a board full of things that we would like to pursue in this new year as a new beginning. So I think that is important to kind of, uh, Take that in as a win, for sure. I think so, too. And I think if you look back at what the heart of what Detour is, it has increasingly become more and more part of our lives. It's taking up, we at least work on something on it every day of the week now. At least a couple hours a day, most days, we're putting into this. And it has always been a passion project 
that's what it will always be is that we just really love these stories and how we're able to convey them from our point of view and from our guest point of view as well. I did an interesting thing. I actually went back and listened to my very first episode one. When did you do that? Last week when I was working. Oh. I guess it was this week when I was working. (laughs) I put my headphones in and I listened to my very first episode one. And it's interesting because now Detour is 243 episodes old. We will be three next August. And we've changed quite a bit. We've explored different things. We got really heavy into like the business side of things at one point in our in our journey and I finally feel like we've come back around to the very first idea of what I had for this and it's all about story and how the stories through Disney impact us. And I'm really happy that we found that naturally. We did force some things along the way, but I don't think everything I don't think it was too far off of the beaten path. But I think 2020, we're going to look back and we're going to say, that's where we found what we were looking for. That's where we planted the seed of storytelling and talking about the impact that Disney has on our emotions and our mindset. I think we're going to look back and be really proud of the work that we did this year. So two things. It's like we're finding our spark. So if you haven't watched um, Soul yet, you should. We enjoyed it. But also... We're not just going to skip over this first episode. What were your takeaways from this? I feel like you just kind of skirt around that. I was very nervous. So I talked really quickly. I think I, we've talked about this before. I edited out like all of my ums and ands. So it sounds very robotic when I'm talking (laughs) because I didn't leave any natural cadence in my voice. I kind of just like smushed all the words together and Mm -hmm. pressed play. But I think it helped me realize just how passionate we have been about Disney for so long. And it was funny in the very early episodes, and you I've noticed it if I go back and listen to the early ones that you joined me on as well, is there's almost a suppression that takes place that we both like inadvertently don't really want to show how big a Disney fans are. We are, even though we're on a Disney podcast in our own little environment that we've created, there's almost like a little suppression, I feel like. And as we've gone on, I think we have unleashed that quite a bit more. I don't know if we're still all the way there yet. I don't know if we want people to know how big of nerds we are. <laughs> That's a little bit of a scary thought to be that vulnerable. However, I think we've come a long way in kind of what I said at the beginning, we've just become authentically us. And I think the move helped with that. I think the podcast has helped with that of us exploring these stories and and all of that culminating into something that I think has been really beautiful. Yeah, it does make a lot of sense when we think about, you know, 2020 and even that first episode, just kind of that evolution and that growth that you're talking about. I mean, I definitely see it. And We've joked about it on the podcast, I think, that like when some people would ask us why we moved down to Florida, we'd say, oh, it's because we needed more palm trees. Like we were still always kind of hesitant to say, oh, well, we moved down for Disney. Like, duh, why else would we be here? 
And that kind of, that's what that made me think of is still just that little piece of us in our heads. that's like, you know, the, is this normal? And it is for us and for all of the great people that we've met and talked to, it's normal. But like, there's still that little part of us that we, ha- we are still trying to squash out. So it's never been about the numbers for us at all. It's always just been about impact and having the ability to share the stories that we want to share. But I, I've heard some other podcasts do this, and I thought it'd be interesting. I have up all of our stats for 2020. And I thought we'd share these, and this would be a good episode that we can come back and listen to at the end of 2021 just to see where we're at. Because, again, it's not about the numbers. It's more about impact and how many ears you can reach that, you know, hopefully we can make a difference. So if you had to guess. Oh, I knew you were going to do this. How many downloads do you think we got in 2020? Oh, God. I'll just, I'll stick with 20, 20,000. 38,970. Okay. So it was a good year for us. For those of you who followed us in all of 2020, you will know that we took a large break in late January to mid-February, or to the end of February, actually, I think. Well, and honestly, it started before that, too. We had episodes lined up that we yeah. dropped during that time period. So we, 38,000, while taking basically two months off, I'm pretty proud of that. Yeah, that's very good. I'm happy. If you had to guess which was the most popular episode during 2020, which one would you guess? Ooh. Oh, man. I'm just moving diary number one. That was number three. Oh, okay. What was it? Haunted Mansion. Ah. Storytelling Haunted Mansion episode number 211 was... The top episode with 492 downloads. Number two was our moving to the mouse announcement. Mm. And then number three was moving diary number one. Okay. So it's exciting. It is really interesting. Next thing that I just wanted to talk about where we host through Libsyn. If any of you are podcasters, then you might know that company, and they give us geographic stats as well. So in 2020, we had listeners from 52 countries. Ooh. USA was number one. Can you name any of like the top five that you would think <laughs> of? Uh, Canada? Number two. Okay. Um, Great Britain? The United Kingdom, number three. Yeah, that's all I got. Ireland, number four. The Republic of Moldova, number five. I would have never guessed that. I don't even know where Moldova is, if I'm being completely honest with myself. Germany, Belgium, India, Spain, Australia. I want to go to the very end of the list. One download from Vietnam. One download from Kuwait. We're big time. <laughs> Greece, Iran, Denmark, Lithuania, Sri Lanka. Ooh, Greece. I think that's just really fun to look at. Yeah, those are fun statistics. And then if we look at in the US, we hit 
48 out of 50 states. Is it still Vermont? Vermont. <laughs> what is wrong with Vermont? Why does Come nobody on, want Vermont. to listen to us there? I don't know. So no Vermont, no North Dakota. We have had some historically in North Dakota. But if not you look this year. At, correct. If you look at all time, we've had every U.S. state besides Vermont, which is really strange because like we have multiple, multiple in every state besides Vermont. Yeah. How odd. What state do you think was number one? Florida. Oh, I'm actually not. I'm looking at it by city. New York City was number one. Mm. Florida, number one. Yeah. California, number two. New York, number three. Tennessee, Virginia, Texas, Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, Ohio, Illinois. Hmm. I knew Tennessee was pretty high up there, which I always thought was so interesting. I don't know if it's just because like it's they match families. you. Probably. <laughs> they match you with like your geographic area or something, but- Family also makes sense. And last thing, just like what platform people are listening to, Apple, number one, by far. Spotify grew quite a bit in 2020. And then Overcast, lots of people listening on Chrome just through their browser. So it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Okay. So this is obviously the time, and we're going to probably do it at the end of the episode as well. Thank you so much for letting us be part of your routine for this year. It is honestly still so wild to know that people listen to these and react to these and that it's just crazy when we get the messages with people responding to things that we've talked about on an episode because, I don't know, when we make these, it almost doesn't seem like they're going out for people to listen to. I know that's the point of it, but. But that is how it feels. Like we're in our own little bubble, in our own little office. We're just talking to each other right now. And it is always a fun feeling, kind of surreal. But like Brendan said, we are also so, so thankful. And we've loved getting to know so many people through the podcast. So my goals for 2021, I'd love to hit 100,000 downloads total, all time. We're at 76 right now. Oh, so that would be a goal of mine. And then I'd love to get just like 50,000 in 2021. I don't know if those numbers mean anything. It's just, it's putting it out there into the universe. And we love that. We love doing that. But I think the word that is going to dominate 2021 for us is story. And it's something that we have continued to come back to over and over and over again. And I think for a long time, we maybe didn't really know what that meant to us to a certain extent. But I think now more than ever, we are really latching on to this idea of the stories that are told in the parks, at home, through our guests, of them sharing their stories. But I think the In the Parks one is the most intriguing to me. So we've been doing all these storytelling episodes. I think it's the most fun episodes that I have putting together. What's been your favorite? Besides Haunted Mansion, you're not allowed to say Haunted Mansion. You can't Mansion. say besides Haunted Mansion. Yes, you it can is. because that's the like the gimme choice. I really liked Radiator Springs Racers. Because mm, mm-hmm. that's one that we just didn't know too much about. 
So probably that one. What Does about Haunted you? Mansion Holiday count? No. Not Haunted Mansion or Haunted Mansion Holiday. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed um, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Mission Breakout. Mission Breakout. I learned about Cosmo the Space Dog. And Joe Rohde. And, and Joe Rohde. Expedition Everest was up there for me as well. But I think we're taking this idea that we've laid the groundwork with storytelling. There's still many more attractions for us to do. Definitely we, not done. We can go international if we really want to. It's a but little we've, intimidating. We've tried to just do attraction that we have experienced ourselves for the most part. Yeah, the Matterhorn is the only disclaimer there. The Matterhorn we have not done, but we've watched it on YouTube enough that I feel like we've done it. <laughs> and next step, I think, for that is going to be areas and also restaurants. And restaurants is something that we've thrown around for a little while now, just because when we go into these different restaurants or even places that you wouldn't necessarily consider a restaurant, you can see the story there. And oftentimes we don't know what it is, but we want to know. So that is something that we're excited to dive into. So there's ones very obvious that you could think of that you can tell that there is a backstory here and there is a story that is being told to you as the diner and as the guest in this area. So something like Skipper's Canteen, you know that it ties hand in hand with the Jungle Cruise and that there's a story there for you to understand. But what we have even noticed is that there are stories in the Main Street Bakery. There That's are, the one that comes to my mind. There's so many pictures on the wall and even the costumes that the cast members are wearing all tell this brilliant, well thought out story that if I had to guess, many people are not too aware of. Same can be said for Trolley Car Cafe, the Starbucks in Hollywood Studios. But even things like Backlot Express and Docking Bay 7 has a really interesting backstory. And not as much as on the history side of things is not where we try to go too much, but more so of, hey, if you understand the full story of what is going on in this space, I think, and I think you think too, Catherine, mm -hmm. that your dining experience will be enhanced. Oh, that, that it's more than a burger and fries at that point. It's, hey, did you know all this about Sunny Eclipse and how he ended up here in Tomorrowland? Yeah, this burger kind of sucks, but. <laughs> but Sunny. <laughs> you know, I just think there's so many stories that we can share and dissect. And if nothing else, it's going to benefit us. And I hope that it will benefit the listeners as well. Yeah, and when we think about the storytelling, it's not review-based. So I think that's something, too, that we want to really make sure that we focus and put out there once we start doing these because we're really excited for the storytelling of the restaurants and how the food does play into the storytelling because I think when you talk about places like Docking Bay 7 and um, Skipper Canteen, the food matches the theming. You know, it goes hand in hand. But, you know, truth be told, and we've said it a lot of times, we're pretty picky eaters. And I'll speak for myself. I'm a very picky eater. So it's not like we go to these places and we're super adventurous. And that's something that we've worked on since moving here. But it's a slow 
drawn out process. And that's why I think storytelling speaks to us so much. Because if nothing else, let's say we don't enjoy the food, we'll always enjoy the story. And that's the biggest part of it. And it's, there's so much to uncover there. And that's where we've been trying to dissect this in a palatable way as we go forward. Because just take, for example, Geyser Point. My favorite lounge on all of property, you can call it a restaurant. They have a full menu at they this point. They have food. Mm-hmm. You can't tell the story of Geyser Point without telling the story of Copper Creek and Boulder Ridge and Wilderness Lodge as a whole for that fact. So there's going to be a lot of layering that we're going to have to do to tell the full story of these areas. So that's just what I'm really excited for is you can break this down. You can cut this pie (laughs) a million different ways. But at the end of the day, we're trying to share the stories that we experience at Disney that the Imagineers put in place for us that are maybe not so obvious, but it is the reason why we all keep going back to Disney over and over and over again is because it's just a different level that you reach in storytelling. And it gives you that escapism, which is what we are always looking for when we go to Disney. That story that they've put in place for you is what allows you to step out of reality and into this alternate, you know, happy place where nothing else matters because that's the way that they've so meticulously made it for us. So to be able to better understand that and then appreciate it every single time we go back is going to be really fun. And I'll say it again, we're not doing reviews. (laughs) I think that's going to be our biggest challenge, to be completely honest, is to, A, not inject our own opinion into the food itself. I'll go ahead and say, you don't like Cosmic Rays. You have a vendetta against it's, it. Well, and that has its own story. Well, we're not going to share that here. No, we already have, I'm pretty sure. But there are... We still want to talk about it in a way where if you walk in, you understand why the colors are the way that they are, why the signage is the way that it is. And even sometimes like some of the food offerings, like I said, I mean, it does play in even just the names sometimes. You might be eating... A cheeseburger and fries, but it's going to have like a really festive name. The other part of it is that we try, we it has to be part of it, but we try not to focus on it is the history. There are so many wonderful people in this community who are doing the history of attractions or the history of restaurants or areas in Disney and other theme parks. And that's just not our forte. You You guys can probably tell we read most of the history. Like we make our bullet points and then we read it off. There's not much discussion to be had there because that's not our strong suit. Our strong suit is taking the story, breaking it down and trying to understand it. Yeah, I completely agree. I just think with history, there are a lot of people that we know that do it better and we enjoy listening to them and learning from them. So we leave it to them. Obviously, some of the dates and just like some of the interesting facts that tie into the history It's always necessary when you talk about storytelling, but by no means are we Disney history buffs. That is something that we've talked about we're working on, and 
it is kind of self uh, seeking, I guess, when we do learn about the stories for these attractions and now restaurants and other things that we are hoping to do, um, we get to learn the history. So it's like a, a kill two birds with one stone kind of thing. Other things that I'm looking forward to in 2021, and we did it a little bit in 2020, video has always been like our big white, what do you call it? A white elephant? What is it? No, big something like a hairy beast or no, something. Well, no, you're talking about a BHAG, a big, hairy, audacious goal. Oh, yeah, no, not that. <laughs> okay, video has always been <laughs> what has eluded us. Yes. I think we are finally getting our footing at least a little bit as far as like short form storytelling, which that's going to, for the closed captioning of this episode, we're going to say story and storytelling probably like 5,000 times. Oh, yeah. But that's okay. That's what 2021 is going to be from us. I think we've done a decent job of of sharing that in a short form format, long form I think is where we are trying to improve in 2021. And then I think there's two areas that we are really looking forward to diving into. One is lives. We've done that quite a bit. If you're not following us on TikTok, that's where we go live most often. We almost never go live on Instagram anymore. No, it's part of our goal is that we're going to use live on more than one platform but it is hard. You know, anything new is hard at first. So that's kind of where we're at. So TikTok is where we go live the most often. I would, like you said, I'd like to expand that out. I'd also like to get into a more, uh, I was going to say rigid, but more of a routine. Yeah, that's a As better far as word. that of what people can expect from us. I think YouTube live is another area that we want to do. Then it's just funny because then we're having to do vertical lives and portrait and landscape lives. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see how we pull that one off. We're going to carry two phones. We'll have to do something. And then I think the other is we've been recording all these episodes besides this one for video format. Mainly it's because we have a sick dog right now and neither of us are presentable it, yeah. after taking care of the dog all day but we've been recording all of our episodes putting those up on youtube but i think there is so much more that we can do from a storytelling aspect of getting in park video footage and putting together accompanying videos that go with our episodes so there's no reason why we can't take the highlights from our haunted mansion episode and then record a 15 minute video highlighting some of our favorite aspects of the Haunted Mansion story and showing them in real life. And so I'm excited to do that in 2021 as well. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I just think, you know, the limits are limitless for us. The limit does not exist. It, yeah, that's a better way to say it, I guess. And That's a Mean Girls reference. Oh, I know. You don't have to tell me. And we're just excited to see what we get to accomplish. I think to a certain extent, everyone's kind of going into 2021, like with no expectations, but just knowing that the opportunities are out there and that we're excited for really just anything that comes our way at this point. We never, if we looked at the end of 2019, TikTok would have not been on our, 
horizon at all. Do you think? Well, was TikTok even a thing? Yeah, I started our account in like October of 2019. We just didn't start like posting until 2020. Hmm. Okay. If you say so. You don't believe me? No, <laughs> I don't. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I think there are just a lot of unexpected things that happened this year. Um, as far as the podcast, it's been all good things, which we're thankful for. Um, we're thankful for all the, I don't know, all the everything that happened. Well, now you're back into reflection mode. You're I not know. looking forward. Mode. But looking forward, I want to carry that with me. It's just like we are open to these new opportunities. We're open to whatever comes our way. But we're also going to be more mindful about kind of pushing ourselves into those places that are a little bit scary, like video. Video is scary? Yeah. I think we can do it. I think we can put together some entertaining and valuable content in a video format that we enjoy making. That last piece is, <laughs> has been the That's hardest the part kicker. for us. Mm -hmm. But I think if we stick to telling a story and to highlighting these topics that we're already so passionate about, I think that's where we'll be good. I would agree. So what else? Any other thoughts about looking forward to 2021? Um, I mean, the only other thing that I can really think of is... I don't know if there really is anything else. I was going to say maybe another corgi, but you would never go for that. So We are a two-dog household. No more. We're cloning <laughs> at least Loki. Louis is still up for debate. He is quite the booger. He is my angel. Loki is the perfect dog. She is. So we're at least cloning Loki. Louis, TBD, we might just have multiple Lokis. We might have Loki two and three at the same time. Just a whole herd of Lokis. That would actually be hilarious. But that's all I could think of. So I obviously don't really have anything. Is there anything else that you can think of? I don't think so. I think I'm just more excited to get a routine of going to the parks. More often, I'm hoping that 2021 will give us more opportunities to meet up with friends in the parks. We've kind of been sticking to ourselves for the most part whenever we go to the parks right now. And, and we're looking forward to hopefully some more opportunities and safety down that route. And then I'm just excited to see how Disney and Universal, for that matter, evolve and in what this next year looks like for them. It's a 50th anniversary for Disney. That's going to be a madhouse, but we're going to be right there. We hope to be right there. We hope to be right there. We'll be there in some capacity. Even if we're watching it from the Grand Floridian Beach <laughs> or from the Poly Beach. With some binoculars. But yeah, I think it's uh, it's going to be fun. We look forward to continuing to expand Detour and everything that's about. If you have any feedback or any you know things that you think that we would do well, that you would enjoy consuming from a content standpoint, then please let us know. We're always happy to have those conversations. I know in our Facebook group, we had a really... Great conversation about the dining storytelling episode. So if you have any thoughts around that, about good ways that we can construct those episodes, please, please let us know. But for the final time in 2020, 
Thank you so much for listening to Detour to Neverland. If you got any sort of entertainment or value out of this episode, leaving us an iTunes review is absolutely the best thing that you can do to help us out. It'll help the podcast grow in way more ways than you can imagine. So we hope you all have a wonderful and safe new year, and we will talk to you in 2021. Thank you for listening to Detour to Neverland. Make sure you subscribe and leave us an iTunes review if you enjoyed the show. Between episodes, you can find us on Instagram at Detour to Neverland or visit DetourToNeverland.com. We appreciate you letting us be part of your day. See you real soon.